Perak Bays continuing on our journey from MS, and now we will go for Bays Bittel Tyra. Avain Bittel Tyra, who Avain Chamer Ma'id. The sin of Bittel Tyra is very stringent. Uh, we can keep in mind that just for our, to, to try to un- understand what we're talking about, Bittel Tyra would seem to be a negative, right? So there would be a difference for argument's sake. If a person, let's say, saving a life is uh, is a very positive thing. If a person does not join Hatzalah, is that a bitl of that mitzvah? Or let's say a person passes by a pool and uh, somebody falls in and they need somebody to stick a hand out and it's right in front of them and then they actively go and instead of putting their hand in one place, they put their hand into another place. Or are they, is that more of an active bitl if the situation is in front of them uh, or if they are actively doing something that prevents them from doing the first thing? So maybe as as we go through, we will get a little bit of an idea from uh, from the perspective of the Sefer over here, what we're talking about in terms of the Avain of Bittel Taira. Va'amru b'sifri, k'shem sheschar talmud Taira gadol mikol So sometimes you can understand the value of something by understanding the flip side of it, right? So the, if the if the schar of talmud Taira is as big as all of the mitzvahs, kach einesh mevatel gadol mikol haveris. So the einesh of the Vatel is as great as all of the Averis. That that itself goes to what we just said a second ago is not necessarily the most pushed statement of saving a life is is amazing so we have to quantify what would be the bitl of that, that that would reflect itself in the negative. Just because I don't do something positive that doesn't mean that just that I'm going to get the punishment. We have to understand what bitl Torah is. Vitera Kadish Barhu Alavoidizara Gilearayas Shvichas Damim. that and again a person has to understand what Khazal mean when they say certain things. A person can't say a Kadish Barhu is a Vatran, but a Kadish Barhu, at least to understand the points that Khazal is trying to bring out, to the extent that Khazal say a Kadish Barhu can overlook the greatest of errors of Odizara Gilearayash Fichas Damim, the top three Yargval Yavar, Veloy Vitra Bitl Taira. A person despised Hashem's words. This is a person. So, at least for this this statement, we're saying that which means that the idea of the idea of the possibility, it's possible for me to do a lot of different things. The idea of a possibility to be Isaac and Tara puts it that it's on the table such that there's an accountability for not doing it. So, I'm despising Hashem's word by not engaging it. Doesn't say that by other by other mitzvahs. What does it mean? Hakadosh Baruch Hu cries. Okay, we'd have to understand what crying is, but clearly it's a an expression of uh, not despair necessarily, but but something going not the way that uh, it should be. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it's literally crying. Uh, Bechol Yom, every single day, so it's not just when you recognize the gravity, meaning that every single day is a new lost opportunity. A person that it's again, and he doesn't engage in it. So this causes that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, not just that he's not going to be happy, but that it's going to cause crying. And we see different statements without exploring each one individually, but statements that seem to be that not only is there a certain crying, a sadness, a despair, as it were, to the Abishter, but also that there's an onesh, that there's actually a consequence, there's an accountability to the person that uh, that's Mavatal Taira. Let's see, Va'amru, and we'll line them up. But do we see that there's all these statements? Ba'avan Bittal Taira, Banim Mesim. 
okay why that's what's the media connected media don't know but in terms of that but it says that a person's children can die because of his oven of bittal taira again there's obviously parameters to that not not a holy face value because how could it be that somebody else would die because of one's uh, another person's sin Ubiza, but certainly children are his legacy, so that we can understand that. Bavan Bitotaira Kherev, sword, invasion, biza, plundering, biza rabba, videver, ubatsiras, and plagues, and famine, ba, ubne adam eichlin, veenon svein. A person, right, vechata visavata is a tremendous bracha. A person can be satisfied with less, and he can be forever hungry, even if he's eating more. So over here we see that a person, that, that, that a person, no matter what they eat, they will not become satisfied. Vaichlin lachman bemish. They'll have to eat measured portions because there won't be enough food. Very terrible death. But we see one thing that we do see is that things that are associated with, with life itself and sustenance, uh, bun and mace in a person's legacy, Taira is associated with life itself. Again, same idea that we spoke about before. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can bring on him terrible types of Yisurim and afflictions. That I was silent from Tov and Mekhaevi is my pain Nekar. It was a t- t- tremendous distress. Yushalayim is where the, we, we had based on Mikdash. We had a clear, there were miracles in the base of Mikdash. It was a clear opportunity, a manifestation for us to engage in a relationship with our Kaddish Baruch. And we saw, we felt Hashem's presence. Harvey Yushalayim because of Bittal Taira. It's a, it's a Gemara that Yeshua uh, was punished uh, in, in a certain period of time in the context over there because of but it was specifically it was talking about the, the, the Tamid Bittal Taira versus Bittal Tamid and it was because of Bittal Taira Amru Gadol Tamid Taira Me'akravist Midin the Tamid Taira is even greater than sacrificing the carbon Tamid Taira Tefillah Gemilis Chasadim these are the Amudim so over here the Tamid the consistency uh, there, there's a, every morning there was a carbon Tamid it was a carbon Sibor Gadol Tamid Taira Me'akravist Midin Umi'atzalas Nefashist and saving lives Umi'binyin and now that does not it's not referring over here in terms of which one trumps if a person has to do pikuach nefesh but in terms of it, it could be that there are you know that on, on an absolute scale one thing has more of a value than another thing but at a particular time and a particular point in time something else is necessary that becomes the obligation but in terms of an, on an absolute scale Talmud Torah, is, or in other words, stated differently, a relationship could be made up of many forms of interaction. Uh, the, it could be that the certain, uh, an intimate, uh, an expression of intimacy might be on an absolute scale, a higher, uh, a, a higher manifestation, a higher expression of that relationship. But sometimes taking out the garbage, if that's what needs to be done, is, is lemaisa what's necessary. But, but on an absolute scale, Talmud Torah is greater. Is that Talmud Chacham Shahel Amos 
Taira, has a lot of obligations to the community, a lot of other mitzvahs, but what's considered a Chil Hashem uh, to the point that, because a Chil Hashem is not Pachap Yom Misa, so what is it that's a Chil Hashem, that the Tamad Chacham, he's, he could be going a lot of, uh, there's, there's a lot of obligations on him, but the obligation that means is that the, almost, I guess, defined as a Tamad Chacham to the point that when people associate Tamad Chacham as a, an emissary, a messenger of Hashem, so that means what is Tamad Chacham, a person who, who is constantly engaged in learning, and if he's not, that's already going to be a Chil Hashem. Vechmiruzal, which means that if a person's identifying as Tamad Chacham, by the way, it's an incredible responsibility. I heard uh, so one of Shimshin Pinkas' farm, now, Baruch Hashem, we, a lot of people do Dafyaimi, a person becomes a Shas Yid, sometimes some of us might almost take our take accomplishments for granted. That means other people are looking at you. Shas is an unparalleled accomplishment. A person, how how many times do you do anything for seven and a half years? Have you been keeping up a diet for seven and a half years? A person has that level of consistency, commitment, he goes through shas, people are looking at you differently. You're a shas, you're, you're, you're yid. you've gone through whatever level of understanding and learning, but we have to hold ourselves to certain standards. Now, on the other side, so we're talking about Bittal Torah, not learning Torah, we talked about uh, Kaddish Baruch, who as it were, crying, what he can forgive, we talked about the accountability, the punishment, the spiritual consequence, and now, we're talking about the Avon of Dvaram Betelem, because or if I'm actively, besides if I'm just not learning Taira, that means if I'm a- actively going and doing something else, so that's pushing Taira out of the way. Well, that, that that's an expression. It's not even that I'm, you know, I'm just like lazy. I was distracted. I was thinking about something else. Taira wasn't important for me to get up and go, but that I did something else in between, right? In other words, uh, to just for port of muscle, if, if, I, if, if I have two things to do, I, I always uh, have a chavrusa, and all of a sudden I have the opportunity to make a hundred dollars and I say I'm going to skip my chavrusa for the night so then I'm saying that at the point of conflict or there's a kfiasitim at the point where values defined at that point of conflict tonight if I'm skipping my my nightly chavrusa because I have the opportunity to make a hundred dollars then I'm saying that Torah is worth less than a hundred dollars that's a that's a big statement so over here the oven of Dvarim Betelim that if there's to the extent that there's a constant Obligation, accountability to learn Tyra. Now I engage in Dvar Matalim actively. We'll see that uh, we're going. We're not saying that a person is never allowed to engage in any conversation other than uh, Talmud Torah. But let's see what he says. Va'amru in the first parak of Yuma Hasoch Sichas Chulin, a person who engages in mundane conversation, over Belav Ve'essay. He is engaging in a love and an essay. But now, by the way, the the uh, what one thing to really hone in on is I think possibly, I mean, I don't know if I can make this statement, but almost more than any other time in history, the, these challenges, it means that there's room for greatness. I, I don't know, maybe that also um, possibly will have more of a uh, an excuse, but it gives us the opportunity for for tremendous greatness. the 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 idea of media and and connectivity and social networking and things that we have on our phone and just headlines that pop up and discussion, both in uh, define however you want from media, but not even in necessarily dvaramasrum the way that a person would think about them. Just it's it's in our face. The idea of constantly you want to read headlines, it's one thing, but to constantly be involved and involved and involved. 
So this is a tremendous challenge for our generation. Uh, you almost don't have to seek it out, but also it's a tremendous opportunity for greatness. This is my time that I, I should go grab your cup of coffee. Yeah, for 20 minutes, I'm going to hack around. This becomes, he has a kvius in, in, in just uh, chatting and, and, and gabbing away. So they, we discussed in the uh, in the introduction, there was a line in, I think the uh, I don't know it's over there was four that that, that uh, need chizik, but there are four kasim that are on raya pnei shechina. By MS, we talked about it. One of them is Kasleit Sanim, I believe. Ushtayim Ros Yesh Bedavar Haachas Kikol Amar Bedvarim Mar Bechet. First of all, as a person speaks, so what what can I fall into? If a person constantly speaks, he will, it will result in sin. Let's say uh, take that to the bank. Vashenis Kihu Batol Midivrei Taira. So first of all, it's not just while well, I'm schmoozing. So what am I doing wrong? First of all, Lashon Hara is the most obvious one. Chanifa um, and flattery. There's many things that will it can lead. It will lead to chet. Person who speaks more. But also, but but Torah Yesh Bedavar Azed Darchei Maves. It is the way of death, the paths of death. Ki ein loy zachar v'loy som alibay ki bi'itemahena sher hu mashchisan. That in these minutes, minutes are we think we don't relate to time in the same way as uh, you know, as let's say an asset. Time we we think that the world is such that time passes. Meila, that's the way that the world from one second to the next. So a second passed, and we are in the world, and therefore we're within a structure. We're on a treadmill as time is passing. But that's let's not think about it like that. A person' existence is made up of we operate within building blocks of time on a certain matrix of of, of time, space, whatever it is. And there's certain kedusha that's inherent in different spots on that graph when we go into there. So the Yom Tovim and Pesach. But we have our life is built up of units of time, and those units of time come with opportunity. When a Kaddish Baruch Hu looks at us, right? So then he's going to judge us not just how did you do in your life. We can break our life up into frames of time, like those old flip books right if you would flip uh, flip through so that maybe if you draw like a fish in one uh, in one part and then a, a, a centimeter over and a centimeter over and a centimeter over and, it'll, and you flip through it quickly, it'll look like the fish is moving across the page. Our life, we have separate friends of time. So if you were, let's say, you know, you're, you were not 5% good, we might be 100% good 5% of the time. For those snapshots in time, we did we did what we were doing. So over here, if we look at every snapshot that we have in time in our life as an opportunity, and then we go and we spend it on something else. So that's that's death. Instead of in, instead of a life of Nitzchias and preserving that opportunity, utilizing it, it's going to be with us in our bank forever and attach us to Elohim Chaim, we're going and we're just turning it into a uh, a slow death, it's just something that, that withers away into meaninglessness right, something that's attached to the source is alive, if you take a leaf off a tree, it might be more vibrant than the other leaf on the tree, but it's just essentially dying a slow death, because we had the opportunity to turn that, to attach that minute, that moment in time into something that was acquiring, attached to, uh, to Nitzchis, it's an amazing idea that this life, which is finite, is limited, can be used to be kaina nitzchias, infinite. If we would have spent it on taira, he was free from his time of work and other business, and in the end, he squandered that time. But not only did he not learn, he spent it actively on something else. What kind of a statement is that of our value of our own life and our value of taira when we replaced it? If uh, you need a break in order to do something else, but in today's day and age, I uh, entertainment media it's not just a 
break to engage in what we need to, but rather it becomes an end in and of itself. Huge industry and a huge focus. That's a Because the 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 asham, the sin, the guilt of bitul taira, it's fire. It's a, it's a destructive force. That it, it, to consume to the point of destruction. The word of Hashem and then do you just actively disgraced it? Kol she'ef shalasik b'tayr ve'enu osek. And therefore, al kenye anish lases all yisurim mida keneged mida. The person will be punished. Mida keneged mida ad kan lashain rabenu yaina. So that is the language of the Halaga Rabbeinu Yaina. V'tam Reish Peya, it says in the beginning of Mesechtas Peya, V'tam Atayra, K'neged Kulam. We know famous from, from uh, we say Pesukah Dezimra, Be'era Gra, B'shnei Seliyahu, the Gra explains, Mishum Shekol Teva, Hi Mitzvah B'fnei Atzma. Every word of Taira that we learn is a mitzvah, Sheshkula K'neged Kola Mitzvahs. And since every mitzvah is K'neged Kola Mitzvahs, and B'daf Echad Gemari Yesh Meois Mitzvah, and on a daf gemara, hundreds of words, shakol achas, and every word, shkula keneged kol So think about when a person sits down to learn what they're getting, every word is a mitzvah. Each one of these mitzvahs is equal keneged kol And a person sits down to learn how many hundreds of words are they saying. Ubimishle yutes, dalid, parakutes, kas of the gra also, we call dibur sha'adam loimed, nivra malach, every word. Imagine that. Every word, nivra malach kadosh, vehemei litzen alav, melitzen alav, creates a holy angel, a malach, however we relate to this, a certain spiritual force, and that force will serve to be an advocate for him. So we all want people, how far does a person travel? How much would a person pay for a lawyer, for an advocate? Uh, you, why, why travel? Sit, learn a daf gemara. Every word that you learn is going to create these spiritual advocates for you. So do yourself a favor. Be selfish and sit and learn. And at least in this aspect, so the avon bittel taira, Will be the opposite. Will be the opposite. Now it seems, I guess, that this works into the paragraph of Sicha Betela also, because otherwise, how would this be calculated? You know, as fast as you could speak, you'll divide up the amount of time that you were silent and not engaging in entire. So uh, perhaps this is more of the Sicha Betela that every word that you spoke doing something else. I don't know. Yeah, this is a, a, a statement that I think is uh, somewhat known, but the. Uh, the, the, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us, Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives out an allotment of days, an allotment of. Now, I, I don't know what this means. I don't think that it means if a person's given X amount of years to live and then they speak very fast, so now it's going to shorten their time. But the idea is again to look at the life that, the, that we've been granted in terms of uh, being an asset. There's time that we're going to live. There's words that we've been granted. Our life is quantifiable, and it's ours to spend. If we spend our finite assets in the right direction, then we can gain infinite. If we don't, then Rahman uh, Latslan. So he says, "Bishas bria sadam nigzor love kamadi burimi daber umalachem holchem imay v'kaisvin kol dibri yadashay daber." So, and again, we're relating to these ideas of malachem of, of of interaction with the you know with what seems to be beyond us. But there's a spiritual reality just because it doesn't exist in our 
field of vision. So he says that there's going to be an accountability. It's written down. We're going to be signing off on it later on. And we're going to have to give a din v'cheshben. We're going to be signing off on it. We, we, we were given a certain, there's a spreadsheet of what we've been given, and it's going to be filled in, what we did spend it on, what we didn't spend it on, and we're going to look as to imagine after every Rosh Hashanah, seeing, seeing the printout of what was there to be used, what we could have gotten, and then actually having to live with it, right, during Aser Tshuva. So every word that you spend, you're going to speak out, uh, I don't know, I didn't do the math, uh, 100 million words during during Aser Tshuva, or 10 million words during Aser Tshuva, what it is, and now all of a sudden every word, every box is going to be green or red, depending how you spent it on. You're going to think twice before you call up a person just to schmooze. This is a, a very deep concept, a taiva. He speaks about the taiva to speak dvarim betelim and leitzanus, a ruach of empty, empty air. What's the taiva? Hard to quantify. Every thing that a person does so there's a life force associated with it if we weren't being kept alive if the computer was not like we have batteries we're plugged into life we're attached to the source of life and if you unplug it so then it just falls down it's like if you ever see like one of those things that uh sometimes i guess you could say in front of in front of a uh uh, like a store sometimes there's like a, a generator plugged in and it's constantly blowing something and it keeps like a sign or something up that's there for an advertisement if you unplug it so then the wind stops filling it up and blowing it up or like one of those trampolines and it just automatically crumbles or one of those flashlights for hurricanes or whatever that only as you push the button it continues to give the light so anything that we do anything that we say we constantly there's a flow of energy that's coming into us this is this is like a, a fantastic idea that he's going to present. He says we're not our life is not just you know again the status quo. There's no status quo in our being alive. That's the wrong way to look at things. There's a flow of energy that's keeping us alive. And that flow is going to be directed and utilized and tapped into for our active life. So now let's take a step back and see what the Grah is telling us in Evan Shlema. He says that there is a taiva, there's an attachment for Dvaran Betalim, there's no Hanas Aguf. So where does that Hana come from? Right? Where, where is that? Uh, I'm, I'm hungry for it. I have a taiva. I have a need that needs to be filled for something that's not going to provide any energy. Where does that come from? So listen to what we say over here. Everything that a person does, he does utilizing this energy. What I do is I build, it's almost like an addiction. I don't need XYZ drug or chemical, but once I take it, so then why should I, you know, how do I relate to that? It wasn't filling a need, but it creates a need now that that needs to be filled until I can wean myself off. And therefore, when I engage in using the spiritual energy that I've been granted in a certain way, all of a sudden it creates a need to do similar types of things. Now it could be that he won't be satisfied once he does more, then he'll want more and it'll become a repetitive downward or upward cycle. But over here, this is what he says. So once I engage, where does that taiva come from? We created it by doing it. So if we don't break the cycle, it'll just get even more and more. 
Torah's mitzvah of Avera Gorez Avera. This is a staggering statement. Go back and read this four times, right? In other words, we have a taiva. So the taiva is not going to be better by fulfilling it. What it's going to do is it's actually going to create more and a greater need for a taiva. I wanted to try something. Once I try it, it turned from something that might be uh, that, that I engaged in and I'm creating an addiction. I'm creating a need. But guess what? You can do that for the positive as well. Well, if and the more, uh, the greater the, the, the spiritual spend, so, so too it's dragging in, it's utilizing the spiritual forces. Imagine the spiritual spend, or in this case an investment, that you are utilizing and tapping into when you use it for the highest possible degree and creating as an, an addiction for the positive. That is fantastic. So this is the flip side. This is an incredible, you know, we think the greater virus is certain, you know, base desires and physical things. But in a certain sense, when I take the, the, the something that has the maximum potential using words on Tyra and then I misuse those and I waste those. So that's a tremendous avalash. This is, you know, we might think sticks and stones may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. And therefore words are not a big deal because they're ephemeral and they piss quickly and they're abstract. And and they were creating a framework. No, it's the opposite because look at, in, in certain ways, we don't appreciate the godless of Tyra. Why? Because it's so out of this world. It takes a muna to understand what we're building. Right? We don't understand that we're literally building worlds, but that's the hefech as well. And therefore, and therefore, the 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 hamshacha, the tapping into, the drawing of the ruach hatuma and hana, is that that's why we can't even put our finger onto the hana. But what that means is it's the least. In certain ways, it's 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 above us, right? It's like you know, just because you have X-rays and uh, you know things like that that we don't see manifested in front of our eyes, right? I could see when you turn on the light, but I can't see if you put an X-ray. But an X-ray is there; you could see through the human body, right? So I don't know if that's a good muscle, but over here also, so he says that that's why the Hana creates this intangible, we don't even feel what it's going on, but this Hana, this attachment, this addiction to something that's beyond the world, even as we see it, and the Kayach over there is even greater than something that seems to be physical, the Takhanasai. She is Boinain, Kim is Dabik Bataira. So what's the fix? We're sunk into this, this, the whirlpool, this, this quicksand that's pulling us down. She is Boinain, dwell on the fact, Kim is Dabik Bataira, Vyasig that if you dwell on Tyra and you think about it again, sort of like the similar what we said before, not just the negative, or in this case, the negative not doing but the Tyra, focus on the positive, move the other things out of the way, be masig ruach hakaidesh, whatever it is that's referring to, bevada yehana me ruach now, this is also an important, also, this is also kind of incredible, meaning that truth, we discussed this in the MS as well, truth anchors you in Elohim Chaim, right? So there only really is one energy in the world. If you think about it like this, use this muscle, I can plug myself into the in, in, into the, the wall, so to speak, and I'm attached to the source of energy. But what happens when I want to use my energy for something that's not an ongoing flow of a source uh, of, a, uh, of an extension of Ruchnius? What I'm really doing is I'm packaging up the energy, I'm attaching myself to call it Sitra Achra, like a another source, so to speak, which is almost like, you know, a temporary, it's Ra that was created, um, 
Also, we talked about it in MS. So it's almost like you're you're, you're sitting there r- running on batteries, or you're going to quantify some of the energy, which is really a slow death. It's not attached to an everlasting ultimate source, but it's there so that we have bechira. But the, but uh, from a, a qualitative standpoint, since that's not a hanah mitis, once it comes into a, a, again the point of contact, the point of conflict where things are valued, if I am used to just whiling my time away and I have some sort of a perverse pleasure that I've created myself in terms of varm betalim, but if I go and I act use my words in a positive way, at the end of the day, it won't compare, and the pleasure of positive will be greater than the pleasure of negative. I heard a story one time that somebody, every time or I don't know exactly, the story is true whether or not the facts exactly are like this, but somebody had bought a silver Minaira, had it for $1,000, let's say, every time that something happened, Shmira Senayim, he crossed the street, he looked the other way, whatever he did, he put a dollar aside, and little by little, all, he put those dollars aside until he lit up a silver Minaira based on the Shmira Senayim money. Imagine the pleasure, was the, the pleasure of, of, so it wasn't just a don't do it, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to look in a certain direction, I'm not going to think certain things. But no, he turned that into the reverse, into into having something tangible that he could show for it, and imagine the pleasure of lighting that Menaira Vesham, the Paragzayan, because of Agra, Shisha, Medairais, Begehenim, the six levels of Gehenim, Vakalachat Kolomeyasara, and each of them is made up of ten. Vashishi, Kalul Mikulam, and the sixth is, is incorporates everything that comes before it, whatever these mean, Vinikra, Maves, Vinidain, Bai, and in that level of Gehenim, which incorporates everything else, Nidain, Bai, Shahaya, Efshalai, Lomite, the person that he could have learned and he did not learn. This is also a, a, a very uh, deep statement. Right, Hergel Nasateva, so Hergel takes over for, for better and worse. If a person had to do everything at once, then you know, imagine if you had to do a hundred things. What you do is you do one thing and then Hergel Nasateva, you get used to that, that becomes your baseline and you move on. But uh, when when a person is going against the tie, they're trying to make a move, so then that really is the hardest part of the process. So when you see a direction that you want to go and it seems like a monumental task, get used to a certain baseline, then incrementally move up. So Hergel, establishing Hergel is the hardest part of things. Hazinu in pasuk kasiirim ale dasha the pasuk like the storm winds on the dasha and the vegetation einsham aval whatever it says over there aval achesh in ragel once a person uh, becomes used to it becomes to, uh, used to that call it a habit or whatever it is, it becomes, in a certain sense, on the back burner. Now, again, person get, you know, talk about you're the one who decides what what momentum to put in place, right? But once a person establishes that momentum, there are going to be whatever challenges that they have, right? You, you want to get up a half hour earlier, the, what the hardest time is the first couple of days, the first week, whatever it is. At that point, yeah, you're tired, you just don't want to be in bed, but it's not the same as that day that you decided to set your alarm clock ahead half hour early. We're benching right up before you get up from the table at a certain point, right? So something comes up, you want to leave, but the establishing the hergal. It says that the servant is free from his master. It's a pasuk in in Eiv, uh, and the the uh, the the over there it talks about the fact that if one constantly makes himself an eved to the Torah over here, so then they will be really uh, truly free in the next world. And uh, a mushal that I heard, I always talk about this mushal actually on Pesach, but the seder is that uh, it's a mushal I think comes from a medrash. I heard it from somebody I, I knew named. 
Josh Lewis. But uh, he said that freedom, as relates to, let's say, a violin string, is freedom when it's lying on the table and not bound up by anything, or is freedom when it's tied rigidly, you know, taut, tight in place, and it becomes free to play its music. It's when it's something is free to accomplish its its potential when it's when it's put in place in order that it has a, a mode of expression and to become a vehicle of tachlis. It's free to do that. The opposite, if it's if the string is lying around on the table, so really it's held back from accomplishing its purpose. It's a different way of looking at chayrus. It's a different way of looking at freedom. It's it's the ability to engage. So he says that uh, so what we're saying over here is that a person who makes himself over here it's a little bit tougher we're in a different different setting in a different world do you want to benefit from fulfilling tachlis that a person has to bind themselves down over here where there's other limitations in place so a person but is bound to a task and we're all really bound to tasks by the way uh, you, you know it's a question of how you look at things how you look at reality you are bound by the rules of gravity right you are bound Bound right there to uh, if once something is a certain reality in place, so then you're bound by them. So we all understand that we are bound by the rules of physics. So what about the law? Do you? have to keep the law? Well, in a certain sense, yes. In a certain way, though, there becomes flexibility in the system in order to to break the law. So does that mean that you have the right? Do you have the right to break the law as long as you don't get caught? Well, not necessarily. Then there's going to be consequences, and you're going to get caught, or you're going to be in hiding. So over here, a person who binds themselves to the truth, to the Torah, that's the person that really is is is, is free. The Yitzhahara creates excuses for a person to be But if a person can take that initiation, that fighting against the current, off the table and establish as part of a daily schedule and as part of a Hanhaga, then, you know, it's like a person in between things. He has 15 minutes in between phone calls. He has a busy calendar at work, whatever it is. So what does he do? I'm not going to really accomplish anything anyway. So he picks up his phone. He checks texts. He checks WhatsApps. He checks statuses. Well, after a while, it just becomes sort of like a natural reaction. What if a person had a Tehillim by his desk? What if a Tehillim is not the type of thing that you have to say, I can't jump into a sugi, I can't wrap my mind around. What if it is every time a person had five minutes, I'm going to say two kapitloch. All of a sudden, he's going to turn around and be finished to him once a week in, in uh, you know a half an hour a day made up of four or five times in the day when he has five minutes a couple he finishes later on it becomes hergal vamru b'medrash chishavti drachayva shiva raglay aledesechad pasuk into him I I thought about my ways and my, my I returned my shiva raglay I returned my feet to your edoyis amar David b'chol yom ayisi mechashiv yomer I would think about every day David Melech says lemakom ploni and mahalech I think where I'm going lemakom ploni and mahalech I'm going to X YZ place. And my feet brought me back to your Eidos, meaning I, they, seemingly the way that he's using it. In other words, I had I had all of these things, you know, today I'm going to go on a Lahavdil, today I'm going to go on a diet, and somehow my feet bring me back to the fridge. I had every plan in the world, but something that I view as a necessity I'm attached to, I, it becomes just like my unhug all of a sudden, you know, I, I drink too much coffee, there I am in the coffee room in the morning, pouring a cup of coffee, it just becomes my habit until you break that and you become bound to it. I thought about what I was going to do, but every day, David Amalekh created the special the, the way that we lo- talked about it earlier, you create a hunger, an addiction for it. This is where my legs led me. It's up to you to establish those habits, those the tanhaga. and the person wants to attach to the taira, Hakadosh Baruch is going to give him heavenly assistance. 
So there's a difference between 99% and 100%. If you do 90%, that's great. You do 95%, that's great. You do 99%, that's great. You do 100%. So now Akadosh Baruch Hu, you you reached up to the level that you could reach up to. So Akadosh Baruch Hu says, now I'm going to raise you up to level a thousand. So until you do once you do the extent of what you can do, so then Akadosh Baruch Hu is going to raise you up. You jump, you, you jump into your father's arms. You have to get there, get there, get there, and then once you reach it, Hashem picks you up. Right, there's a, and this is really like a mental imagery. Forget about the accountability, Shabo, the weight of the world is resting on my shoulders. How many of us? If somebody would come over you and they would need a loan, they would need tzedakah, whatever it is, and somebody says, listen, I need it, a friend of yours, you believe them, etc. And he says, this is my only hope. If you don't, I know that you wanted that you had the 10 bucks in your pocket, you wanted to use it on whatever it is, you were on your way to go buy a drink in the store. I need this, I need to get into a cab, I need it for whatever it is. This this is my only hope, right? Or if a, a person said, you know, I'm going to learn Mishnahis for somebody, I have 30 days or whatever it is, and now let's say it takes you an hour to learn. And you say, no, there's an hour left from the Siam Shas Mishnayas, Le'ilu Nishmas, whoever it is, if it, we're not going to be able to make the Siam if it doesn't get done. Right now, there's nobody else I can ask. If you do this Parak Mishnayas for the next hour, then the Siam can go forward, and if you don't, the Siam won't, won't go forward. Say yes, say no, but you, you, it wouldn't be hard for you. You, you, you would understand the, the, it would be probably invigorated by it, right? It would be an empowering. Look at what I can accomplish. If a person looks at their days that this is the only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon I will ever have, there's a Tikkun that can exist in the world. This time doesn't get used. I could do something else tomorrow. It will never get used. And you boil it down. You become empowered by it. Otherwise, you're taking that that plug, the, the plug of that day, the ability that you could take that Wednesday and plug it into a wall to forever be attached to Nitzchias, and you're plugging it into a temporary whirlwind of media, of whatever it is, of nonsense. You you can plug that Wednesday afternoon of the Thursday of March 24th at 1.02 p.m. This will, I will get upstairs, and we're learning this right this second. It will forever be plugged into that Nitzchias, that frame in time. And instead, you're giving it a slow death. The, the time existed, and now it's nowhere. Kiyosu's man, that that time otherwise is going to go into the garbage. In the end, he's going to have only a certain amount of time that was put to use. At the end of Kisisa, so there's other ways to look at this, but let's see what he says over here. The Medrash says that Moshe Rabbeinu when he was in Harsinai didn't eat or sleep. For forty days, which seems impossible, mushal and melech. So he gives a mushal. Sharm la'ayavai, medaydli lechad din rezav. Count out for me, or count out for yourself rather. Lechad din rezav, golden coins. Misim chasai loybikesh loylecha v'lolishdais. We've all seen within our own capabilities, right? Uh, think about when you're busy, right? If, when, when you're when you're not busy. So then a person snacks throughout the day, you know, constantly running to the fridge. A person, all of a sudden, if they're busy, they're running around, they could go all day without eating until things slow, slow down. They realize how hungry they are. But, uh, I mean, in a different context, you see people that are addicted to smoking, I guess, and on Shabbos Kodesh, they, they uh, you know, they, they don't even think about it. When, when a person is in a, in a certain headspace and they're, they're engaged, so then certain other needs, not only don't they do them, but they don't even feel like they need them. Bikesh Lishain. 
So you would feel a need to sleep. And Omar and Ishan and Imafsid Elu, if I if I go to sleep all of a sudden, I mean how many times people they want to go to sleep and they're with a group of friends talking, it's like fear of missing out. And all of a sudden, you know, they they in a they they be their eyes would be closing, eyes would be closing, and now all of a sudden it's the opposite. They're fighting going to sleep. They don't want to. And they, they feel engaged until they, they realize it's too late. Kach Maisha, Maide the Hataira, Maisha Rabbeinu was uh, measuring the, the value of the Taira, so, uh, so to speak. He was amassing Taira. He was a Shachach Veloy Achal Veloy Shasa. The way that he frames it says that, that, that he forgot. It wasn't on his mind. Bikesh Lishain, when he was going to sleep, Amram Ishan and Imafsit Shlo, Amrli Alabam, Yom, I only have a limited amount of time. Ad Khan Medrash, this is language of Medrash. For Adam Nimshal is a person It's hard for us to relate to this. Forty days is a defined period. Even then, how much would we use our forty days? If we think about life as a not not just life, we're, we're we're alive, we're alive right now, we're engaged in life. It's an asset. We're given a certain amount of frames of time. We're losing pearls. Real life. Real life is. Actually, you know, just to—I don't remember where I heard this uh, this idea, but it's it's fundamental to say. You know, we think about this world as a hallway; it's a pathway uh, to the next world. So sometimes we tend to think this world is the game field, and then the the next world world is where we get our reward, where we get our trophy. Right? But if a person was playing a ball game, and then if they win, they're going to get a trophy; they'll get paid back. Nobody would want the trophy without the game. The truth is, the chius comes from the game, and then afterwards. It's going forward to the reward. You feel ah, over here, Chazal are very specific when they say that this world is a is a hallway to the next world, which is the palace. Right, right? The, the the Chazal are very specific. If you want to build a building, what do you build first? The hallway, the 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 stairwell. Or do you build the, the house first? Really, you build the house, and then the pathway, the hallway into the house, that's what uh, that's what's built in order to conform to the needs of the house. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to create a world. The world is the perfect world, and the, but in order to access the goodness of the perfect world, so it's not Namada Chisufa and so forth, so we need to build, a, to, to build our own keep and to make reward, and however that is. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu built a Hechatimtza, a vehicle to attach to life. Life, Be'etzem, is the next world. It's not that this is Eilam, we say Eilam Azen, Eilam Abad. It's not that this is life and then, then we get our reward. Life, Be'etzem, is a spiritual life. It's Nitzchias. And we have a certain fr- t- a period of time in order to to attach ourselves to the to the true nichias, nitzchias, and ruchnias, and if we don't do that, so then we're wasting opportunity to engage in the life that that, that we can have. There's a there's been studies that there's a difference between kids who take a test. I've heard that there are uh, between you know zero and a hundred. So. Our kid answers questions, and then the more questions they they get, the more points they get. Or if they start off with a hundred, and every question that they answer wrong, they lose points. Those kids will do much better on the test because you keep something. A person might not might not work, might not uh, you know uh, risk their life for a hundred dollars. But if a person has a hundred dollars in their wallet, they might risk their life for somebody not to take it away. Over here, it's ours for the taking. And it's brought that uh, 
Mashal of the Chavetz Chaim, famous Mashal. The Shalachim Din Rechaykes Shayu Shem Avonim Tayvus Marlis Avonim Shalachim Rechaykes. There were gems in the street. Avonim Achalim Hayasham BeYiker, but food was very expensive. Ukshachut Shachlasol Lamidinaso. He wanted to go home. Malay Aniya. He filled up a boat. Malay Machalim because he came to value. He was in a faraway place. So what's value? Food. So if he wanted to bring down, he went. He could fill up the boat. He could fill up his suitcases with gems and bring it home where the gems are valuable. But he came to take on the value system of where he was. He came home and he had nothing left. All the food became spoiled, so he got rid of it. It was it was nothing. It had no value where he was anyway. Along the way, he amassed a couple of stones that were stuck into his suitcase. Those enough were alone. Are those alone enough for to make him a rich man? We'll get reward for the for what we did. But a person is going to say, if every mitzvah is so much schar, so what do I have to spend so much time uh, so much time earning mitzvahs for? I did some so I'll get schar, schar is netzias, and let me spend my time over here. And says, no, because we're taking on the wrong value system of this world. Our value system, because what? Because our 120 years here, Bezhem, seems so long. Our value system is, compared to Nitzchi, it's 120 years is nothing. Right? And our value system is really, our, should be our true value system. And over here, we have to manipulate our way around through the world in order to make it work with, within, within the, 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 the video game that we're, that, that we're living in. However, how, however, how much would we cry when we realize what we gave up? And instead, we end up with garbage. And the, the analogy is clear. Yeah, another thing, the medrash that Tanchuma brings, what's going to be your name? Your name is going to be Ruven, Shimon, Levi. Your name is going to be what you built up, what you made of yourself, of your Maisim. That's who, who are you? Your Masechtas Brachas. Who are you? Your Masechtas Gmilas Chasadim. That's who you are. Right, Lamashal Mishu Batlan Vaatslan, a person who wastes his time and he's an atzal, he never goes against the grain. He just sits with inertia. That's how people relate to you. That's who you are. That's what you made of yourself. If you want to be the Messiah, Sharm talks about it also. If it, you know whatever motivation you need, you're motivated by covet, so at least be motivated by the true covet. You know this is temporary. Imagine a person from Leitzach and Sachem walks around being called. Batlan, right? I heard Rav Ruven Feinstein made a point uh, that I heard the way I understood it. So I, I want to quote him, but the, my my understanding what he what he made the point was that people tend to take pride in or have gaiva about things that don't even come from them. I buy gaiva because I'm rich, because I have a nice voice, because I'm tall, or whatever it is. I'm a good ball player. I'm good looking, however it may be. And when it comes to, ah, you're lazy. Okay, we do what we can. They tend to make light of the things that are their responsibility. And all of a sudden, they, you know, the things that are given to them, it's, it's, they, they, uh, they take pride in, and it's really the reverse. But imagine you want COVID. Imagine what, when you, you, this is just a temporary setting, you're going to end up uh, getting the true covet or the true busha. So if you're if a person likes covet, at least concentrate on the true covet, even if you don't feel it as much right now. The ultimate einesh, the nitzchi, is what people are going to relate to. They see what you're really worth. What did you build? 
that's going to be the busha. So or in this world, you say, well, everybody can learn 10 hours. I can learn 100 hours. So what I'll do, I'll learn 15 hours. It's five more than everybody else. I get a lot of cover over here. No, he can get to the next world, and life is going to be percentages. Everybody else who was able to learn 10 hours and learn nine, they're going to walk around as a 90 percenter. And you were able to learn 100 hours, you learned 11, you're going to walk around as an 11 percenter, right? Don't worry, you can person, as long as you have time left, the, the, a person is able to do tshuva, and there's still time, and as much as a person could be, uh, could be, there's still time left, it's not too late, the person can change his ways. Now, it says it over here in parentheses, this is very important, and you're going to become, you're going to become crazy, you're going to walk around, and you're just going to hold yourself to a, to a 100% standard, that means I'm never allowed to schmooze, I'm a human being. I'm going to go and go force myself into a box until I snap. No, no, it's understood we're social beings. I revolve says Yitzur Chavrati. We are social beings. We have certain certain needs in that universe, and that's what's to be expected. Our Baruch Hu didn't put us in, set us up for failure, so therefore a person's allowed to speak. Things that are not per se. A person that literally doesn't speak any words of terror, that's for somebody who's holding on a very high level. If you're there, it's relevant. If it's if you're not there, then it's not relevant to, to maybe to look up to, to appreciate the kayach of a human being, but it's not a standard that you can hold yourself to. I have a book on Yashiv, one of the, not a Exactly biography, but in the one of the introductory pages, it says that we're not printing these stories to give you something to measure yourself up to. It's to appreciate the godless of a human being. That the grub was able to calculate how many seconds he didn't spend on Taira. So there are statements, but a person has to understand how to apply them to himself at the Darga that he's holding by. So in principle, yes. In principle, every second could be used. If you try to use every single second, and that means that you're just on a limited time until you snap, because that's outside the boundaries of what your capabilities are right now. What's he rutsin I heard one maybe from Berkowitz one time, I forgot. But something along the lines, why are you here? What are you asking Hashem for? Don't sin. It says, because I'm on a path. My path, in terms of my Nikita Bechir, is if I make every right decision, there are things that, on a natural progression, I'm not holding by yet. But so if I come into uh, that, that, uh, f- that that matzav of a challenge, then I'm not going to be able to pass that test. So what I'd say is a kashbaruch like this: I want to make every right decision for where I'm holding. Please don't present me with a challenge that I know is going to make me fail because I'm not holding by doing that. So the, the over here also, there are certain things that it's beyond me, but I have to appreciate where I'm going. I'm on step one, going towards a hundred. I'm going to fork in the road. I choose my next step based on where I'm ultimately going. Um, but I'm not holding there yet. To appreciate it, but so the Chaznish said, "Tzorach lomer shegeder dvarim betelim." Chaznish, what's the geder of dvarim betelim? So here's a practical advice: Shemadabra saradakos kvar tzorach lios ichpasloi. Ten minutes. 
adjusted accordingly, right? Up to 10 minutes, I, I sit there after shul, I schmooze, and sometimes, by the way, it's not, the dvarim betalim, a person has to know, sometimes it's helpful long-term to create a relationship with somebody, and those relationships are built over sometimes, yes, also chit-chat, getting to know somebody, expressing uh, empathy, sympathy over what they're going through, and maybe that's going to make it, that you have a mukum for a voda with the person later on, but it has to be against the backdrop of a relationship. But if after a 10, it should occur to somebody after 10 minutes, 10 minutes, or again, adapted how it was. But over here it says 10 minutes uh, of just literally shooting the breeze. So at that point, he should say, there's no point anymore to this conversation. Uh, that he heard from the Gra that when the Chachamim counted Echad Mimemchas Dvarim Shatora, nicknames behind the 48 ways, Kinyanim, ways to acquire Taira, one of them is limiting speech. Now, there's two ways, measured speech, let's call it. There's two ways to relate to this. That means I have to hold back speech, or it means the speak. The speech that I speak should be measured. It's not a negative statement that don't speak. It doesn't mean that you should hold back from saying anything. What it's saying is that when you speak to other people, it should be in a measured way. Some of that might be I need to create a relationship, I need to vent, I need to talk, I need whatever it is. But that, that also is calculated. A person just, he'll come to resent it, his mind will become cloudy, he needs to take a step back. And therefore, he needs also to speak about other things. In order to really ultimately facilitate learning, a person also needs to engage in, in some sort of that doesn't mean it doesn't mean hak uh, in a negative way. Uh, maybe you could talk about it in a if a person is engaged in Right, seeing how beautiful the world is, the, the architecture, something maybe that's beautiful about Hashem's world. There's other things to talk about that's not just actively engaged in learning, but that also is for a purpose, and therefore, it's, if it's for a purpose, it's quantifiable, it's measured. What do we can do with my Again, a person has to know how to learn Agarit. If you ever see in the beginning of the Chalik Bays of Ale Shur, uh, Revolba talks about the the a proper way to learn Agadita. You have to understand the Gedarim of how Chazal communicate things. Over here it says, Gamliel, they would not say Gesundheit because it's Bittel-based Medrash. That's not what Chazal mean, that you're not allowed to use even one word to, say, to tell somebody, bless you. What that means is while you're actively engaged in learning, so the person understands, don't worry. right? This is It's not an issue over there. If It doesn't mean that if I'm in the middle of the street and somebody says somebody sneezes, I shouldn't say Gesundheit. That means that I'm literally in the middle of a sugya, so I don't have to sit there and say excuse me and this and that to every single person that that uh, right now we're actively engaged in learning the gedarim are different it's a stringency right but but the gedarim of that stringency aren't that you're not allowed to use a word for anything else it's certainly sikhakala relates i'm also allowed to tell somebody excuse me and please and thank you and gesundheit but while we're in the middle of of performing brain surgery you're in the middle of learning if a person 
and doctor's in the middle of performing surgery on somebody's eyeball, and all of a sudden somebody needs a little pleasantry, that's not the time for it the person will understand. You're learning, you're holding up the world. That's not because they're engaged in light speech. That's because they're, if you're engaged in robotic brain surgery saving a person's life, and all of a sudden you start acknowledging how beautiful the painting on the wall is, there's something there's something very wrong over there. Um, and that, that, that that's the Gedarm, what it says over here, a person who's placing a person who's going on the way and he's learning it's a positive thing to say that the the tree is beautiful or whatever you're in the middle of holding up the world when you are when you need a break from that then you can look around and appreciate your brain needs a break you go and you appreciate the the, the painting but if you understand what learning is and you're actively engaged and you're learning productively and you decide that that now I'm using the assets that I have, the words that I have at this particular point in time, and I'm going to actively, again, right now, the momentum is that I'm learning Torah. I'm in the middle of this far. I'm in the middle of learning. So now I'm breaking the momentum. Forget about not learning. I'm breaking the momentum of learning to turn to something else, even if it's otherwise manoil and zah. That's already, it's a, it's a lack of value of, of, of what life truly is. And a person who guards his mouth and his tongue, a person who guards his mouth and his tongue will guard his uh, nefesh from tsarais and hardship, and we'll see more in a later simon. Okay, so hopefully we will uh, continue.